Hello, I'm Isaiah Minky, and I'm a seminarian for the Diocese of Austin. Here's a reflection on today's readings for Mass. In the Gospel today, we get Jesus' famous prayer for unity. This is uh, in John's Gospel, just before Jesus' arrest, his high priestly prayer, where he prays for the apostles that they may all be one. And he also prays for those who will believe in me through their word, is what he says. Meaning, he's praying for us, the whole church, who will believe because of the apostles. And he prays over and over to the Father that that we be one, that the church be one, even as he and the Father are one. This great prayer for unity, uh, which is so central, this unity which is so central to our faith and to our identity as Christians. It's worth bearing in mind, what does unity mean? Well, it means unity as a group, surely, uh, being a unified uh, group working together, but it also means, and I think more deeply, a unity of belief. You know, as uh, St. Paul en uh, encourages the church in Philippians chapter 2, he says we should be of one mind and one spirit, meaning that we don't just interact together or work together as a group, but we actually believe the same faith and we are of the same faith, of being of one mind and one spirit. And in fact, in our first reading, we, we get some, we get an example of what disunity looks like, disunity of belief. It's a passage from Acts chapter 22, where Paul is on trial uh, among the Jews, uh, these two Jewish groups, the Sadducees and the Pharisees. And when they ask him what this is all about, he says, I'm on trial for hope in the resurrection of the dead. And a dispute breaks out because the Pharisees believe in the resurrection of the dead and the Sadducees do not. In fact, they're divided on some pretty crucial points that the, with the Pharisees believing in the resurrection, angels and spirits, and the Sadducees believing in none of those three. And in the ensuing chaos and the ensuing arguments between the two groups, Paul gets let go. So in a way, it's a very clever, clever way for Paul to... Uh, to get past to the to get past the trial uh, by kind of invoking this disagreement, but at the same time it also demonstrates this deep division in this in the re their religious identity. These two groups deeply divided on something so important. In fact, the dispute was so serious that the commander afraid was afraid that Paul would be torn to pieces by them. In other words, that's how ferocious it was. And, you know, the early church had to deal with things like this as well, with Jewish converts in the early church wanting to bring in the Old Covenant, and then Greek or Gentile converts wanting to bring in their own kind of philosophies and things. So there was a lot to, to go to, to figure out, because there were these different identities and a diverse group of people. And that's what happens when you have a Catholic or universal faith. But in that diversity, we must find unity just as Jesus told us to. And what are some ways we can do this? What are some ways we can foster unity, being of, of one mind and one spirit, so we don't fall into this disunity of, of belief and teaching? Well, I think the answer lies in the apostles. You know, Jesus, uh, it, even in this prayer, prays to the apostles first, so they can be the sign of unity. And in fact, the apostles' successors and our, our bishops, our pope, they are the sign of unity for our church today as the apostles' successors. And the magisterium of the church, the teaching authority of the church that we see, it, it was put in place by God to clarify 
what we believe, so we can all be of one faith. And so what a gift we have as Catholics to have this, this deposit of faith, the, this, this authoritative teaching that we have directly from the apostles. So it's by following that, by diving deeper into, into your faith, that we can come to greater unity. By together knowing the faith and living the faith, uh, we can truly have a unity of mind and spirit, just as Jesus and, and Paul told us to. And when we have that, then we'll be an even greater force in the world for good and an even greater force among ourselves uh, for charity, which can, which can preserve us even among, among any division. So thank you for joining us for this reflection. Please know that seminarians are praying for you and your families. And please share this, uh, this recording with anyone who might benefit from it. And uh, we'll see you next time. God bless.